you guys ready to go? Good God. Yeah. Oh, we haven't started? <laughs> You're rolling on audio. <laughs> we started I know, just when, we walked, when we sat down. We're rolling on audio. And we're rolling on video. Hey. Rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> we're not rolling on dubs. No. We don't, don't do dubs. Yourself, bro. I might mm-hmm. have dubs. Uh, I've no, never wanted. Kidding, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are the cameras on? Standard factory. Are we on film? Are we filming now? Yes, Scott. Everyone's looking at you. Guys, I need to sell this car in the next three days, <laughs> or or I won't have a phone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you guys can send smoke signal for me to come over. <laughs> Do that. I'll just have to walk over to your house in the rain. You can find it on Marketplace. Right. <laughs> like, did you see the most random stuff on Marketplace? I saw someone literally selling the ear, the like, wireless ear yeah. buds yeah. off their iPhone for like four bucks. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that really even worth the money? Do you remember to go pick go them up the or sell them? Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember uh, um, where the sidewalk ends? Yes. Yeah. And the road. Yeah, Shell Silverstein. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had that. The, one of the poems in there was "Sister for Sale." <laughs> and I think about it now, like. Couldn't you see some fucked up kid like putting his sister for sale on Marketplace? Like, <laughs> like the modern version of that. It's on. It's on Marketplace. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, trafficking. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be great. Scott, you gotta flip your headphones around. Oh, I got them backwards. Oh, yeah. well, you have them right, but they need to be backwards so the cord is ah uh, behind cord. your head. Oh. I should do the same thing. Oh, uh, no, yours, yours is fine. Yours, I'm good. Your shot straight on because that's your camera. Yeah, uh. he's also like. He, he has a headset, yeah. So there's a little, like, little nubbin, no, little nubbin. Yeah, I like your nubbin. Nubbin. Check, check, cool. Check one. What's that? Mic. Oh, you're mic'd up too. Wait, no, you're not mic'd up. Yeah. Check. Oh, he's mic'd up now. Check, chickity, check, check. He check, came check, in at chickety, the perfect volume on the last podcast. Oh yeah, I know. I, mean, I, love that. I always like the producer side, like when the when you're watching the podcast and then you hear them chime in because producers it's like, always sound the best. That's the guy who has all the brains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that's really the smartest one in the that's room. The smartest fucker in the whole room. <laughs> Which we're is just, saying very little. We're just the monkeys. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, of my favorite producers uh, from podcasts is not Jay Garrett. I, not good. I, mention I did other, it again. Oh, uh, not well. Okay, never mind. We don't mention other podcasts on our podcast. Oh, do. shut up! Because the they don't exist. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. I'm Two junkies, kidding. one podcast. We'll tag them with their shit. Yeah, I know. I'm being sick. Okay, yeah. yeah, and they'll tag us. That's yeah. right. Tag not, team. Not not gay, Jared. I'm your biggest fan. He knows who he is. <laughs> go. There you go. Shout out. <laughs> I like that. I'm your biggest fan. Hell yeah. yeah! I knew I had one. I am. I am. I'm one, honestly, I am. I'm one of your biggest fans, and that's the reason why I reached out to you. Because when I th- was thinking of people and talking with JP and with Nick about people that um, I th- I know bringing on the show would be absolutely incredible. People would not only enjoy it um, from an entertainment standpoint, um, but that people who would make a, a big impact. Um, have the potential to make a big impact on people in recovery and, and, and just human beings in general. You were somebody, like literally your face came to mind. And then I turned my shower off. and I'm oh. <laughs> just kidding. Scandalous. Woo. I love it. Uh, no, let me, and, and let me really fix glad. my tiara. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really good. I'm now really... I'm ready to get started. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. No, I, awesome, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I've really come to 
enjoy our friendship and the experience, truth, and hope that you've shared with me and, and really helped guide me in, the, in the, the nature of what it is and to be in recovery and how to have fun and how to be expressive and how to be confident in who I am. And you've been a big part of that. So thank you. I'm very excited to be a part of this. Um, you guys have a great show. I've already watched your first cast of yeah. your first, uh, even your first guest. I've had the privilege of meeting a couple of times and right. think a lot of him. You like, so, yeah, it's yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. pretty awesome. I was thinking about the way he introduced himself the other day and, mm-hmm. and his, <laughs> I was like, shit, my introduction's going to be <laughs> hi, I'm Andy and I'm a human. And you literally just did it. Hi. Uh, so, hi, Andy. Hi, Andy the human. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so with that in mind, um, thinking about that, like you've had some time to think about it, what, how would you like your introduction to be? I just did it, and it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's modest, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> No, and we're gl- yeah, we're glad, Andy. We're glad that you came in, came, came in. Here. Yeah, this is fun. It's really exciting. I've I've had the privilege to do a uh, to do a couple of radio shows a couple of times in my life. Really? Um, okay. Never done a podcast, so this is really awesome. I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited about just the whole endeavor and, and then meet everybody. So, so you said I've, I've I've helped you. Oh, now let's talk about Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. There'll be plenty of time to talk about Imagine Scott. Imagine that. Um, so you said I've. I, I, in the time that we've known each other, I've, I've helped you in some different areas with some different things and stuff like mm-hmm. that. How did we meet? Uh, we initially met, uh, well, initially, we met mm-hmm. at uh, First at Blue Ridge, which yeah. is a recovery center here in Asheville. Mm-hmm. Well, excuse me, in a neighboring town. Um, so, yeah, that's where we met. That kind of yeah. sounded like you were just passing the buck, like you forgot how you guys met. No. Yeah, and you were just, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, how did we meet? Yeah. <laughs> no. I've if totally I told forgotten. the real story, we'd have to edit the show. <laughs> now you're seeing where that shower. And- yeah. 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 I knew there was a reference for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you guys met at first at Blue Ridge. Yes, yeah. we did. Which yeah. is yeah. what is first at Blue Ridge? First at Blue Ridge yeah. is uh, uh, it's a really good institution that provides a safe environment from which addicts and alcoholics can go out and pursue recovery. They remove a lot of the barriers and the obstacles to um, people who are seeking to have their lives changed. Um, they remove those barriers and obstacles like like having a place to live and, and having to pay for rent, um, having to buy food and prepare it for yourself, transportation to and from uh, a place of employment, um, other appointments, whether it's probation appointments or court appointments, um, you know, they facilitate visitation with family members. They um, uh, they provide transportation um, to meetings as well, um, bring meetings in, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's a good facility. It's a really good facility. Yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of like being, because you and I, we met at the SART program at the VA, and that's on yeah. lockdown. <clears throat> yeah. Like, we would get... I know we at least had our phones there, and, I, and I've heard at first at Blue Ridge you can't have your phones for like a certain amount of time. Depending on the program you're yeah. in, yeah. yeah. So, Although that doesn't stop anybody. There's, right, There's yeah. probably 65 people right and now. And I did hear from phones. some people that were in there, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, how'd you, how did actually, you get a hold of me? Yeah, actually, I did not yeah. have my phone. No? no? You actually went straight line? 
I did not have my phone at the program. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not there right now, so it's, so, it's totally... Well, I did not, he have did not my have my phone no. in the program. I followed all the rules, too, especially the big ones when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did one, follow the one. rules. Just I, I chose one every day that I was going to follow. <laughs> you actually told me that one. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today yeah. I'm going to follow this. No, I, yeah. no, I think I did. A, I actually really thrive off of structure. Um, oh, I came from yeah. a very structured family. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm privileged to be born and raised in East North Carolina on a on a small, well, semi-small family farm. Okay. Uh, my parents were wonderful people who have been nothing but super supportive of me through all my struggles. Even though I'm sure they wanted to wring my neck on several occasions. Occasions. Actually, I know they did, mm. but thanks. I love you guys. But they didn't. Um, yeah. I did not. No, they yeah. didn't. They 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 helped me thrive. Good and, and get to where I am now. And like I was even on the phone with my dad last night. I was just like wandering through Ingalls on the grocery store, and he's <clears> like, "You know what? I love you." I was like, "Holy really? shit!" Really? Wow. Wow. But like, because a, a part of you, you know, after you beat yourself down in your recovery for so long, you totally forget that you're capable of being loved. You hate yourself. You feel like everybody hates you. Mm -hmm. And even your supporters, you know, you have just drugged through the mud emotionally, financially, physically. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I have had some pretty severe ups and downs in my life. And, uh, you know, I can say here that as as deep as the mud got and as sticky and dirty as it was, when I got out of it, I, my parents were right there. They had been through every bit of it with wow. me, you know. And I've done some programs. Oh, I have pulled some program time. Really? Like what? Uh, well, I attended a. Like what did you do? <clears throat> what have you do? What have you done in the past? So this isn't your first rodeo. No, it is. It is not. <laughs> or, 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 actually, I should probably say being, I'm a seasoned cowboy. <laughs> uh, well, being that you mentioned farms, this is not your first. You, we're not working with a fallow. Or with the, you just bought the farm and you plant. No for the first man, time. I tried to plant. I got to get recovery. all in there. I mm-hmm. mean, I got to try every. Okay, so, mm-hmm. I was initially introduced to this uh, mythical twelve-step program. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, I'll say no. I like that. Okay. But yeah. anyway, so I initially was introduced to this, these twelve steps. Uh, you know, back. I well, let me back up a little bit. Sure. I, I identified my addiction pretty quickly when it became unmanageable. Okay. Uh, you know, I remember I was on the way to work one morning and I had a good like, two hour drive ahead of me. And I even called my mom. It was like, I think I have a problem. What kind of problem? Addiction like, with what? Uh, alcohol. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm a full fledged alcoholic. Drugs? You uh, like drugs? No, no. I, I smoked pot maybe that many times. You don't like drugs? Well, fuck, I just want to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna pass them out and, at some point. Yeah, no, no, I we're don't not know the, do that. the dare program for me. The I don't dare, know. The dare I, that, that shit really stuck with I me. I still have a really? shirt. Like, yeah, I wish I had. Mine. I think I actually wore that shirt while doing drugs. Really? And is that the, the ironic <laughs> thing? <laughs> oh well, like, I was a fat kid. I couldn't have worn that shirt. Like now, it'd probably still be too big. But, oh, right. um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't know. I um called your mom. I've actually well back to the drugs. I've I've been I've seen them around and and I've but I've just never think think my higher power. I've never had the desire to want to do drugs. Okay, you know. Um, anyway, so after I realized that you know things in my life were becoming unmanageable because I I had a really good job. I was traveling a lot. I was very successful at a young age, and um, I in farming. No, uh, no. Kind of I broke away from that a little bit. I did a little bit. I okay. stuck in the agriculture industry. I, I worked with automation sure. and tractors that drove themselves and GPS guidance and okay. things like that and had a different territory positions and uh, support roles and training and stuff like that. So okay. I, I worked with some pretty big name companies and, and I was thrilled to be a part of that. It just kind of got a little 
out of hand after a while. The traveling, yeah. the, you know, the bars, the parties, the you know. Bars, just, it can it can wear yeah. down on you. <laughs> yeah. Do I have a cough button? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's no <laughs> delay God. on the podcast. What a fucking prima donna. He does two radio <laughs> shows <laughs> and suddenly he's like can I have a cough button? Anyway, no, there's no good. green room with M and M's. Just I was M&Ms waiting for that. I was just I I was like, you're lucky to get a chair. <laughs> can I have a Lacroix, please? Thank you. Oh, <laughs> budget. Big dreams and aspirations. Well, hey, tiny little itty bitty living space. <laughs> you got you got you got the dream. That's what the promise. That's are it. For. Yeah, um, dream, yeah. But no, uh, so. Um, so called mom work. one morning on the way to work, and I was like, things have become unmanageable. And I'd even talked to a couple of my really close high school friends. I was like, you know, I think I have a problem. And But at this point, they had all kind of gotten married and moved on, and like they were like, no, I don't think so. Okay. And I was like, oh, but you weren't there last weekend when right. this happened, and you weren't there <laughs> the day before when that happened, and the hour before when that happened, and like... I was, you know, and right kind of, now, like, you know, you know, like looking at like even my house had become unmanageable, and I was right, and I just, what do you mean? I really, I, don't understand. I just wasn't keeping it tidy. I wasn't oh, doing, okay. you know, like the things I needed to do, basic upkeep and <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I was going out a lot, and I, you know, she was like, "Well, we're going to get you into s- some meetings," and I was like, sure. "Okay," I was not interested in what those people were talking about. I just mm-hmm. put it there, but um, a little bit. Uh, so after I did that for a while, I mm-hmm. kind of ups and downs. Um, so I've tried the meetings. Uh, I went into a program in Durham. Um, it was a two-year program, and I stayed there. Now, it was a great structure-based program. Sure. And now I will never, ever cut that program down. I, I, they are doing tremendous things yeah. for Central North Carolina. I'm familiar Carolina. with that one. And you, you and I, I mean, talked just about Central that, and I met North other people as well. I mean, it's a great program. Uh, everyone can bonus themselves and improve their life in that program. Uh, now, they there's a, a big change in how people approach longevity and recovery from there. Sure. So that, that was the one thing, because now for me, I, it didn't stick. <laughs> it was like a just, countdown on the wall. Just, like, change, yeah. your, just change the physical tick, stuff tick, in your tick, life on the tick, outside. Tick, You'll tick, be all right. Tick, tick, what? Yeah. The bell rang and it's like, hey, uh, back to the races. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's pretty common, though, actually, so in a lot it, of programs. It is. And programs. you know, uh, yeah. And um, I, like, so our producer's telling us we need to not take a program break, but do the program intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, and, and so yeah. I mean, hopefully at this point, people know us or don't know us. Is JP and I'm Scott and I Randy. I know the story. No, he's in the middle of a story. I know, but you're sitting over there with the thing, the board, like, and you're just like, well, he's been me. pretty chill, waiting. Yeah, waiting just, for me to do that. No, not Russian. Not Russian. Just wait. No, you're not Russian. You're Ukrainian. like Slavic or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> fucking Norway. Or... Well, we gotta do it now. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, yeah, so for people joining us, I have no idea who the fuck are these guys. Um, Twenty just, minutes later, dot yeah, dot dot. Glad you stayed tuned. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, it's uh, no. We're on just for today with uh, with Andy, um, Andy, Andy, and JP and Scott, and we're here at Broken Helm Studios mm-hmm. with Nick on the Broken Helm Network. On the Broken Helm Network, and still wondering where That's my Lacroix right. is. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Lacroix. <laughs> Actually, oh, I despise Lacroix. I'll just, yeah. I'll just take a dime out, dude. Just, you just gave away he first at Blue Ridge because I'm the fucking Lacroix. You, you struck me as more of a Perrier type kind of guy. No, no, no. I'm a San Pellegrino. No. So. I'm a tap yeah, Nick, water. Sam, Sam tap. Pellegrino. A Brita. Mini I'm Brita. Fridge. 
your Brita? Yeah. Are we talking about what we drink or what we use to <laughs> shower with? To make drugs with. No, I shower. <laughs> I literally shower it, with Sam For Pellegrino. me, it was Essentia. <laughs> it was Essentia. Essentia. I can't drink it anymore. Zero water. I can't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we all would have drank smart water, we would yeah, no, not have gotten to the point. Make, that'd be making uh, drugs with cloud water. Yeah. Cloud water. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't get on board with that. Mm. I so, had a nickname at one point that was Shard Naked, so we're not. Shard <laughs> Naked. That I has like so that. many different possibilities <laughs> with the Shard. <laughs> but uh, we're going to have to get to that story at one point. Oh, we're going to get to that anymore. story, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been through a couple different programs, yeah. introduced to uh, some fellowships, have. Uh, programs that didn't really have a focus primarily mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the 12-step program of recovery. Yeah. You've come through that, uh, picked mm-hmm. back up again, you're you find yourself in Black Mountain, North Carolina. I found myself and what's in, different now? Uh, for me, it's uh, the network. Uh, the The thing that first offered me, I mean, because I'm, I, I resigned from a job to come to Black Mountain. I okay. own a home. You know, sure. I own a vehicle. I've, I've got a pretty decent life. Uh, but, the, you know, I, I knew I needed help. Mm-hmm. I needed I, I appreciate what first did for me because I I don't think I could have gotten sober alone. You know, when you're living alone and you're living in the same area where all your problems have always been right. and not saying people, but just in general, uh, okay. it's such a negative environment. And I had been in that very early on was introduced to that 12 step. But what I found in coming back to first was that, you know, you had the ability to go out to these meetings yeah. and meet people and, this idea of a network kind right. of like clicked to me after a while. Okay. Um, you know, I had the ability to sit down and, and share uh, stories about myself with other people. And I kept going back to these meetings and I kept listening to what these people were saying. And I started listening and I'm, I'm, everyone's, well, if you know what we're talking about, everyone knows you've heard this before. I started listening to the similarities and not the, and focusing on the differences. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, my first bout with that was like, Mm, nope, not you. Not like you. Not like you. Not like you. Not like you. Right. right. But fast forward eight years later. Yeah. A lot more similarities yeah. than differences. You know, and I think for me, it was a little bit of registering between uh, being, you know, mid, late 20s mm-hmm. and the idea of stopping partying and drinking and doing all that right. and then transitioning to 35. And okay. I am fully an adult now with absolutely no reason for this bullshit. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I, I was living as a 19 year old, no offense to 19 year olds, you right. know, but I, irresponsibly freedom. and, yeah. you know, re, you know it, it was, you know, I, my job didn't even mean anything to me as right. much as it should have meant everything to me. It was yeah. just a, a, a term to make sure I was still able to keep up. My party is a means to an end, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it was just making sure I could still party. Yeah, it wasn't even necessarily paying my bills, it was like (laughs) make sure I got enough for that bottle of vodka, yeah, like when it comes five o'clock. And five o'clock vodka, such a oh, well, it's probably more like 10 a.m. Yeah, I was gonna say 10 a.m. Actually, I I, I don't think they to be real honest with you, it was like 5 a.m. vodka because I did not drink at work. I oh. would not do that. Okay. Well, I, I mean, is that something that. that you held on to, like a pride thing? Like, uh, like n- n- well, a couple of reasons. The people that I worked with, I absolutely loved and adored, and would have never put them in that situation. Okay, you know, right? Uh, everybody from the top to the bottom. Uh, now, I when I was with, you know, I helped my parents farm. 
um, my uncles and my my aunts, and I would not do it there just mm-hmm. because that is their livelihood. Yeah. Sure. You know, um, and and you know, I never really took in a lot of consideration what it would have been then on them financially had something happened while I was at work. Oh yeah, okay. under the yeah, influence. Yeah, speaking, I mean, yeah, it could yeah, affect your know, insurance. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're you know, small business and workers comp. I mean, it's not a, a, no a cheap. And I'm gonna go on a limb and just assume there's probably like different government organizations, institutions that kind of regulate some of the stuff since you're producing stuff that's gonna go for uh, public con- con- uh, con- what's it consumption. Public Thank consumption. you. Consumption. Oh yeah, I mean, there's so there could have been some like, impact on that. Like, oh. yeah, I mean, not necessarily that much, but just okay. the endangerment issue and how okay. much you know when you have you know on a variance of like 60 employees to 100 throughout any course of the year what your workers comp is right? yeah and okay. how much they're paying so I, I really could have put my family in a, a lot of financial debt not to say that it didn't but <laughs> the business <laughs> in general you another, know another i mean aspect that would it. have also yeah. affected my my aunts and uncles and their children okay. and so on and so forth so, so through your addiction you it sounds like you had like a level head on that like it's for me it was really hard i started out that way thinking like i'm not going to do this at work i'm not going to do this like here because of consequences Mm -hmm. but to a certain at a certain point in my addiction like it just i couldn't keep doing that like i had to have something just to be normal so you you were able to keep that Throughout your addiction, you were yeah. I think, you know what? The, and here's the key: uh, I didn't drink until I was in college. Okay. Uh, so I, you know, I born in a very uh, Christian, mm-hmm. but a very inclusive family. I mm-hmm. mean, they're, they're very, very supportive. Sure. Um, Sounds like it. I mean, when you reached out to your mom and told her yeah, you I mean, had a problem, she you was know like, what? "We're going to get you in some." Yeah, meat. I always like felt like I was the black sheep. Right. And I didn't realize that I was the only one making me the black sheet. But that was my sexuality and so many things like that. Really? But yeah. I mean, so. What's wrong with your sexuality? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with it. <laughs> it's okay, working but. fine. Don't worry. I mean, just the, the gender in which I'm attracted to oh. and feel a little. Uh, do we miss that memo in the beginning? We, well, we didn't. I like, thought the, the tiara no. was up there already. That was. But. You've been hinted around it. And I'm waiting for a spot where I can like kind of get into it. I, I, yeah, actually, we, I was going to say you. you, you you said with the the thing that made some of the difference in in, in making this experience um, with treatment with twelve step meetings and with recovery different was you began to stop focusing on I'm not like you I'm not like you I'm not like you mm. and looking at the similarities and I was going to ask like what what have you found yourself personally you know, in recovery what has been your biggest difference or a big difference you've had to contend with and have you had family support with that that network uh, I had the, the privilege this like is the TR thing my big. <laughs> My very, <laughs> my very first night uh, when I was at, when I checked in the first, uh, yes. I was actually there was a friend of mine there uh, mm-hmm. who I had been through another program with, okay. and it, he came up to me and he was telling me about an LGBT group that, okay. that that first would allow us to go to on Friday nights. Sure. So he was like, "Do you want to go tomorrow night?" I was like, "Of course." Well, I went, and mm-hmm. it was a candlelight meeting. Okay. And I walked in this room, and they turned the lights off, and they started talking, and I was just enamored because mm-hmm. it for the first really? time yeah and you know what that really helped me see the similarities and not the differences because i literally was not looking at the differences it there was it just all uh, listening method okay. of the madness and right there that lgbt group became my home group rapidly i okay. found my sponsor there sure uh i found 
a network there. I found people just like me. Okay. That it was, you know, and, and every aspect where I'm, where I'm from in the Eastern side of the state, there's not a very big network of just LGBT in general. We're right. not a lot of support. Sure. Uh, Asheville is very inclusive when it comes to that. Um, like a few weeks ago, I had a chance to go down to a uh, retreat that this group offered in South Carolina and it's all LGBT really? related and supporters. And it was just a great time. I mean, it really changed for me because once I, I, I felt like I it just felt like I found other people. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> sure. Because in the gay community, yeah. I mean, being sober is just completely yeah. unthought of. Really? I mean, it's such a party environment, and I'm not, and I'm not knocking it. No. People can do it. Okay. Um, and I'm definitely not sitting here as a representative of the LGBTQ community. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so please, no, that's, that's my disclaimer. But <laughs> in my experience, uh, you know, that was where a lot of my, my alcoholism began. I won't say it began there because I have been very analytical about my history and my alcoholism. The very first time I ever drank, I was 19. You know, um, there's, there's, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that... Well, immediately what comes to mind is two factors, is and, and I wanted to ask you about one of them. I wanted to kind of like get your your personal opinion on it. Um, is that uh, people say you're 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 born attracted to um, one sex or the other, <clears throat> and there's people that also say you're born with alcoholism or drug addiction that it doesn't develop over time. It's not situational. It's not environmental stuff like that. Do you feel that you might have been born in? A, what's your thoughts about that? Do you think you were born an alcoholic? Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. I, yeah. Yeah. I would okay. have. I would have. Actually, that the first step is very important to me, mainly because it is where the change, some of the change happened, because I was able to accept the fact that this is, in fact, a disease, mm -hmm. and there's nothing I can do. I mean, I came at alcohol from every angle and tried to take control over it okay, and was powerless, okay. completely and utterly powerless. It kicked my ass every time. Yeah. I mean, every every method I could use. And I, it won every time. And I hated that. I despised it. And I think that's a lot of reason that I spent so much time trying other things. Mm -hmm. But I realized 30 days is great. But 30 days in forever. But you you've got to continue living after the program's over. But you, 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 you had a, a, a family that you said was Christian. So, mm -hmm. I mean, knowing Christianity, there's a lot of morals and ethics. Mm -hmm. It's very family centered. So you had, you know, you talked about uncles and aunts and, and cousins mm -hmm. and nephews. And, and so you've got a tight family that's obviously supportive of you. Mm -hmm. um, you were successful in business. So I'm assuming you had a bunch of financial means uh, or resources you could throw at it, probably more than other mm -hmm. people. You didn't start out as a kid, you know, sneaking drinks and stuff. So you, you, you had a little bit of experience and, and some wisdom and understanding and some, some brain development before you ever picked up your first drink. You, um, you're obviously intellectual. I mean, you had all these resources to be able to throw at and kind of address the problem with alcoholism, and none of that shit made any difference. Not one. You couldn't bit. figure it out, really. And the only thing that's changed is the fact that I got a sponsor, and I read from a book, and I talk to other people mm -hmm. that are all just like me. And those people have been so tremendous in the just the personal success that I have today just me <laughs> having the privilege of sitting here and and talking about how great my life is now and it is it really is my health my my family relationships my friendships just everything is just so much better now mm. and I 
it's these promises coming true. So I'm, I'm kind of still hung up on this when you called your mom driving. Mm-hmm. And when you called were you her drunk driving. when you were driving? Uh, no, it was early in the morning. I hadn't evolved to that well, point yet. Early in the right. morning, I have But, but that. Let, I want to hear more about like this, this conversation because I think anybody in, in active addiction or in past active addiction remembers that, that kind of moment when they were like, I have a problem or, or someone reached out or someone helped them or, or they re- reached out for help. Like, how did that go? Like, I, I, I got to get some she, juicy details. I, you know what? Um, she was kind of like, we know, like we're, we're clear. Like <laughs> that goes with the, yeah, everybody you think knows. You're hiding it's it. like, yeah, yeah. You know, and we're always and, the last ones yeah. to know, you yeah. know, like in it, a few weeks prior to that, like they had just showed up, my, her and my sister had just showed up at the house one morning. They're like, we need to talk. And we never ever spoke about anything. But now all of this all kind of came out about the same time I came out. It was all just one big nest of just things unraveling in my life. It was, the career I'd had prior. It was, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that I had been with a wonderful woman and then up and broke up with her when everyone just saw nothing but a future for us. And, um, you know, it job change, people change, you know, yeah. just sexual attraction change. Uh, so much happened. I mean, everyone on the outskirts of my life was just trying to figure out what the fuck just happened to this guy. Like uh, two months Shit. ago, he had a, he was doing this and he was doing this and he was doing this. And now... Right. It just looked, it, you know, it looked like a firestorm from the outside, right. I'm sure. So when I called mom and I was like, yeah, I think I'm having a problem. She's like, okay, yeah, we, we kind of uh, saw this coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, let's, let's, let's find some support for you. Let's do what we've got to do. And then it just carried on after that. Yeah, but weren't you, tr- it, so did it really like go all the shit in two months? Or was it a situation where you were like, you'd been trying to keep the lid on the trash can fire, but in a two month period, it just fucking just burned out of control. I thought it was a really pretty fire. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just grabbed one of those like rainbow logs and threw it in there. And everyone was like, Oh wow, that's so gorgeous. I was like, yeah, everyone thinks it's just like, yeah, it looks like a shit storm, but you can like play it up on social media. Like, Oh, I'm just also having fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I had the job and I, had the ability to do what I wanted to do, so it just looked like a hot fucking mess. Okay. I mean, in all honesty, it was it, it it just was bad. You had to really get into my circle to realize that I was emotionally a mess and I was just mentally a mess and that my finances were a mess and that my relationships were a mess. But I mean from outside world, yeah. yeah but I mean, did you have a good you, face you honest- on? Like in the public, I know like um, social media and stuff, yeah, but, yeah. but like when people saw you, they couldn't tell that you oh, were just yeah, agonizing yeah. inside. Yeah, oh uh, no. But yeah. You, yeah. Mentioned, you mentioned something, and you said earlier, Nick said he wanted to get to it, and uh, I, I remember the first time I heard you use this term too. We laughed, and you know, in the smoke pit, uh, <laughs> oh, we were talking about this. Is, so you said you're just partying and having fun. I mean, there obviously had to be some. I mean, you got nicknamed Chardonnayed. Like, what the fuck is that? Chardonnayed. Yes. Like, Chardonnay naked. Uh, like, what, what's the story behind that? Uh, just because I... Oh, Lord. You've been this on the internet forever. You realize that, right? There's what's no that? delete button There's on the no internet. Button. Um, no. I just had a tendency of, like, ending up in really vulnerable positions, minus a lot of clothing. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wine was involved in some yeah, way, a shape, lot of wine was involved. Of, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I think at one point I also had like the Andres. It was like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It was Andy and Andres because like my friends all thought it was really cute at first because we would go out consistently and, and you'd like yeah, like a, I, a switch would flip yeah, and yeah. you'd be like, ah, 
Oh, yeah, by the end of the yeah. night. And there was never any tell of, like, where it was going to end up. Like, I just remember one night we're all out at the bar. I had a lot of fun. It was me and some girls that I lived nearby and a really good friend of mine that uh, I, I missed and wish I could repair that relationship But mm. in due time. Sure. But anyway, so we're all out having a great time. And it's, like, me and the girls. And there's, like, really cute guy across the bar. And, like, we keep eyeing back and forth. And jo- this girl is, like... <laughs> You know, I think he, I think he likes you, and you should go talk to him. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's a total great idea. Mm. Hammered. No, yeah, right. <clears throat> but you think you're all like, I'm smooth. She and decides she's gonna go walking up and talking to him. Well, I have decided that she is after my man. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, no. So okay. then it ends up sparring into a huge argument where she's in the back seat of the the taxi crying. I'm in the front seat of the taxi crying, and it is just absolutely wow terrible. You know what, what is crazy? The, you know what's crazy though is is you have that nickname the Chardonnay kid. Well, first off, I didn't put together the Chardonnay. I was thinking like with my addiction and my drugs. Shards. Shards. I, was like, I was like, dang! I thought you said you didn't mess with that, son. No, but. But well, you smoke meth with clothes on? Yeah. Like, Who does no, that? Here's the thing. When you get I was, way too overheated when you do that. Right? Shit. Like, you, you do. But then, it's like, oh my God, it's burning up in here and it's like 38 degrees. Out. You can make clothes. Like you can do anything. <laughs> well, I did come out of my jacket. Yeah, but, but when I when I was drinking when I was in the Marines, like I actually had that same problem. I just didn't have a cool nickname. <laughs> like the Chardonnay naked. I think it was just, it was naked time. You know, like oh, yeah. I would get... Naked time. I would get to a point drinking, so I know that. Like, and I remember at a party uh, with a bunch of Marines there and their wives and all that. I just went off the handle and got just obliterated. I was shit faced, and next thing you know, I think two weeks later, uh, this is back when everybody bought the disposable cameras from Walmart. You know, you'd like buy it and click and wind. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it wasn't like instant to to social media. But I You're woke dating up yourself, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do that a lot sometimes <laughs> but they someone brings out like they just got them developed and they bring out and i'm in their kitchen with all the wives around me like 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 in a big line stuff and i just have nothing but a sombrero on oh, my socks and a bottle of uh cuervo oh, and i was like was it cold that day please tell me <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> I don't remember this, oh, but yeah, like, did you wake up the next day after like the, the, the your Jekyll and Hyde came up and being like, oh my god? Oh yeah. Did you ever wake up n- like naked in a field next to a dead deer with blood all over your mouth oh, and everything? No, it never. Oh, oh you didn't. Oh, that was, that, I, that was just me. That was just me. Not that I remember. <laughs> um, oh, I, I I woke up naked. In, I'm in sure. A field. I, I'm sure after this hits, I might get an email from somebody saying. Yeah, yeah. Naked in a field with you. Since you say that, I <laughs> actually was. That's that feeling, though. When I was in the middle, I was. Uh, <laughs> I'm Team Edward, anyway. It's so it's lycanthropy. Like, like, yeah, lycanthropy. No, it's lycanthropy. Lycanthropy. Yeah. I um. So I was actually. I had a buddy of mine that uh, when I was living in Italy, I had a, in the military, I had a friend of mine that got married. To, he'd gotten introduced, got engaged, and was going to marry a girl, a Scottish girl, Scottish descent, <clears throat> and. They were already in Scotland, and I was flying up there. So I flew from Italy to Germany to catch, uh, like, a week of Oktoberfest, and I was going to join them at the wedding. So um, I'm on this Air Force base overseas and drinking in a bar and uh, the enlisted club on base. Walk up to this girl, start talking to this girl, and apparently she had a boyfriend, and he had a couple friends, and I don't remember what happened altercation. Kilts went flying. <sighs> no, I didn't have oh, a kilt. Not until I got to Scotland. <laughs> um, anyways, I got arrested. <clears throat> 
and uh, these two Air Force guys are driving Surprise. me. Surprise! Yeah, <laughs> they're driving me across it's the tarmac, <laughs> and I worked with um, I worked with nuclear weapons when I was in the Navy. So I like I had there's there's a lot of integrity that's associated with that, in addition to security clearances and stuff like that. And I'm begging these guys in the back of the cop car with my handcuffs. I'm begging them, please, you can't do this. Like, I will lose my career. I'll be painting boats for the rest of my life. Like, basically whined enough that they slammed on the brakes, smashed my face into the cage. They dragged me out of the cop car, take cuffs off, throw me in the middle of a freaking runway on the largest air base on the planet. I'm in the middle of the runways. And they go, get the fuck back to your hotel. Get on your fucking flight tomorrow and get the hell off our base. We don't ever want to see you again. That, you'd think that would be enough to discourage me from drinking or doing anything stupid, right? And I'm like, okay, no problem. They leave. Hmm. I, I'm literally what, like, I'm having to wait for C-130s and C-5 Galaxies to land so I can run across Carmax. <laughs> Are you clothed? Frogger. I had clothes on at okay. this point. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was just I thinking that. Yeah. yeah, KP hasn't moved on yet. <laughs> does, Scott go back, does Scott go back to the hotel, catch his flight to Scotland the next day? No. What does Scott do? Fuck that guy. Fuck those guys. I'm going to the package store. I go back to the <laughs> same club on base, the same bar, order two Heinekens, pound them both, break both bottles, and start trucking back to the pool area, where, the pool table area where they're all at. Next thing mm. I know, I wake up. I, you know how, like, you wake up, and it's like you hear things around you, but you're not exactly you've tried to figure out where you're at. I'm hearing birds chirping and the wind blowing and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. I, like, I'll open my eyes. I'm in the middle of the woods. Middle of the woods. Middle of nowhere. You, Can't figure out where the hell I'm at. Turns out, I, I once I figured out, got my bearings, got to a main road, and started walking to what ended up being one of the gates of the base. I'm like a mile and a half outside the base in the woods. Woke up drunk. I have no idea how I got there. Go through the gate. The, the gate guards look at me like I'm a zombie. I'm covered from head, not deer blood, but like, I'm just mud. You know, my knuckles are all beat up. You were beer grills. Oh, my God. I don't know what the hell. I have no memory of what happened. Proceeded to go. Yeah. Like, I can walk it up. You know, I literally look like a walking dead character walking up the gate guard. Little E1, E2. Probably only been in the military less than a year. It's looking at me like. And he just kind of waves me in. Thank God I have my wallet and my ID. I was going to say, that's horrible security. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. Yeah, I was going to say, like you guys really get rowdy or oh, we get fucked up in the middle. You know, I, we do. The worst. So I go, I go to my yeah. hotel. I get on my flight. I go back to Scotland, or you know, and I fly out to Scotland. That was um, yeah, waking up in the middle of freaking what's in the middle of Germany with no idea how I got there. The worst thing I, the worst thing I remember doing, mm. and this, uh, I prior to me going to that first program. Uh, I pretty much just like skipped out of my family. I left in the middle of the night. They didn't know where I was. Okay. I didn't answer the phone. Uh, I mm. ended up kind of convincing this guy in Raleigh that like I, you know, my parents were just forcing me to get this program, and he kind of felt sorry for me. Mm. He came, he drove out, picked More me up. Andy. Yeah, of course, yeah. And, and he, you know, he didn't deserve that. But anyway, so end up in Raleigh, staying with him for a couple of days, and I'm just like over it because I'm not, yeah. I don't really like it that much anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like whatever. So I up and leave one night, and I like jump in the, a, a cab and go downtown, and like at the bars and just bouncing around. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't remember. I think I left my card or something at the bar. Well, mm. like your business card? Ha- no, like my <laughs> debit card. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, you don't know, like you know, the I, card you leave at a bar. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like, so anyway, uh, I end up walking back. Now keep in mind, he lives about six or seven miles from downtown Raleigh. <laughs> it was. I went into this program in November. So this was like November 18th. Did you have heels on? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
No. You know I took them off when I left <laughs> no, downtown. Yeah, was, I was going to go walking that far. He was sharded right. naked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Louis Vuitton is very expensive. Yes. Yes. You don't go for hiking them. No, I'm just no. kidding. Jimmy Choo's or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> no, I ended up uh, breaking into a hotel room. Oh, there was a, there was a, anyway. No, 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 no. no. Well, Let's no, not we're name the hotel. Of yeah, course. Yeah, no, but no, I want to hear how it was, this a, it was a, it was a room. I'm just not even going to. <laughs> okay. You got the gist. Okay. Yeah. We're, and we're, we're tracking. I left tracking. from there. Okay. Wow. Uh, the next morning and I ended up, I finished the walk. Now keep in mind, like I'm walking in the road, I have like a nice blazer on tie. You like, just I needed a little really break. Real quick. You just, it got cold that <laughs> night. <laughs> One second. You just gave us the Tarantino gold box. He did. He did, man. Yeah. The briefcase. Yeah, the briefcase. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's you're like the only I one looking in, at it, too. I like, walked into a room. I can't like, say what was there. You got the gist. <laughs> no. What's the statue of limitations in this? No, I'm just no. kidding. Oh, uh, <laughs> seven, is it? seven years. Seven years. So seven I'm outside years. of it, but anyway, right, yeah. Right, yeah. But no. they, this, no one was hurt. This, yeah. Was no, there, nobody was hurt. Okay, nothing was taken. Good. I just simply needed a warm place to cuddle up, and that's what I did that night. Anyway, okay. so the next morning, I get on. I I show up at the guy's house and like knock on the door, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I had the worst night ever!" And just played it out like I had just oh yeah been compl- lies and yeah, lies. Oh and lies, yeah, and, and he was nice enough to sit. Like I went in and took a shower and put on my clothes and changed and everything. And like he had a guest over, and they he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna get a lunch." And went to lunch. And we came back. He was like. So uh, you're, you're still checking into that program tomorrow, right? Yeah, like we pull into the program the next morning and we get out and like he's like, all right, bye. And I'm like, yeah, okay, Thanks, great. Bro. Which is really terrible because I ran into him like a few years later and I was drunk again coming oh. out of one of the same bars. And I was like, wow, did he that just drop, wasn't. Did he just drop you off in the parking lot or you like oh, walk yeah. in and make sure you get. Oh, oh yeah. he's like, okay, like, yeah, he's out of my car now. Out, out. Yeah. I, I got a hug. You know, I'm like no, a tad right. on the back. How did and the bumping into him go a few years later? You were, yeah. you said you were. The, the bad thing was, is like it was literally bumping into him because I stumbled <laughs> coming out of a bar into like, a, <laughs> and it was like, it was like, oh hey, oh, hey it's you. Oh shit! <laughs> it's yeah. just like, and I remember. Oh, it, it was bad. It was actually, really bad because I'm pretty sure I was with somebody right somewhere, Ooh. and yeah. you know, he was just like, he's like, okay, that worked. Like, Girl, you need to watch your step, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, shit. fuck you, you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you're the one who dropped me off at a program. Yeah, <laughs> dick. Never called me again. That's uh, that's, that's, that's crazy that you bumped into him because I didn't even tell you this, Scott. But you and I went to. <laughs> a meeting last night yeah yeah and, we did yeah and i bumped into someone i hadn't seen since high school oh no shit. at he that meeting no because you were you were talking to the the there was a guy that needed some information and you were and it was during that the new kid i was I'm yeah. sponsoring now yeah oh yeah, yeah. oh he's yeah, a sponsor now a new okay so he yeah. picked up a new sponsee but yeah. i bumped into someone they were like and I don't look anything like I did in high school. At least I, he's I'll be my sponsor until this. I thought this that was your sh- natural hair color. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll, he'll be my sponsor at least until he watches the show and be like, "What the fuck am I getting myself right. into? I don't want. I don't want what that guy has. That guy's <laughs> fucking nuts." Well, I think that's why he liked you because he heard your share. He was like, "This yeah, guy's crazy." I tell me how to be crazier. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I bumped into this guy and I had that feeling that you're talking about, like the the uh, because. Not many people that I went to high school with and everything kind of know mm-hmm. my situation, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I don't hide it in any way, but seeing him, I had that feeling of, oh man, now he knows that I fell off and I've done right. all this bad stuff. But, but then that immediately was washed away 
because of where I was. I was going to say, yeah. he's fucking there too. Right? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. He's at a meeting as well. But he's, he was really good about it. Like, he was yeah. like, dude, I'm so glad you're doing it. Because I got my six-month chip last night. Mm-hmm. And he oh, was so... Which, thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. But, um, I don't know, pause button? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's got a sign. <laughs> but but that feeling of bump, literally bumping in, I was going to the bathroom afterwards, and I uh, on the way there, I bumped into him, and he's like, do I know you? Like, you look familiar. And he said his name. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So, like, in that bathroom line, I went through, like, the brief synopsis of of all the fucked up shit I've done mm. that got me there. But it also was, like, like liberating, I guess, relieving and, mm-hmm. and, and all that sense. So, But that just reminded me of it with that bumping into someone just where you least expect it. Or you're not even thinking of, of bumping into someone you know. And... It actually was better, and it felt it felt good to actually be able to share that without any sort of shame. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I know you had that <laughs> like, that kind of like. Oh. Well, no, because I was in active addiction. So immediately after I saw him, like everything was his fault. Like, of course, you know, like I I w- was never able to remove myself from the situation and be like, I'm the one that really kind of screwed him over. But it was like he was picking, making fun of me, and like, I mean, it's just ridiculous thinking. I mean, which is naturally because there is no thinking when you're in active addiction. No, and, but, and, and one of the cool things is, is you come through the, you know, you start making these lifestyle changes. Uh, start adopting a way of life, uh, which is a program of recovery, and however that looks like. What do you think about those stories now? Like all the stuff we've talked about, like the crazy stuff, the Chardonnay, the guy dropping you. Hey, one. Like, how, how do you look at those? The, everything that we talked about, like all our, and we're not glorifying or objectifying. <laughs> there was a, yeah, I there mean, was not a lot of glory associated with my drinking and, and drug addiction. Well, you know, moments of fun, but not not glory. I, I was in know. a discussion with someone the other day. I keep rocking the table. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very animated. It's not that stable, Sturdy. Did you watch yeah, that first cast? Uh, did we talk about it? Like, no. how, how long have we been on air now? Or uh, not on air, but I think we're we're coming up to about about fifty minute mark. Oh, it flies by, doesn't oh, it? You guys yeah. learned nothing about me. Except no. The bad stuff. Just the bad stuff. No, but that's what's oh, that's, I can relate to the stuff that you've gone through. You know, so. I, I think the, the we talked. I was in the conversation with, um, I believe, my sponsor and a few other people about this the other night. You know, okay. the beauty about being able to laugh about it is a you 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 want to acknowledge the people that were involved in that and sure. and be able to identify where you were and and where you put them but i think the thing is for me it's a lot of self-healing it's like you know what god thank god i'm not there anymore like thank 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 you that i'm not having to deal with that kind of ridiculousness and waking up and trying to figure out where my shoes and my cars and my my cards and my keys and yeah you know who did i piss off last night like thank god that's not i still have that Sorry, but that's sober me. That's isn't that weird? That well, like, I just piss I mean, people off. Uh, but Black but, Mountain's but, got a great VA. You, might, <laughs> you know that um, we've ta- been there. We've yeah, already we've been done there. that shit. You know, you're talking about like the 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 Chardonnay naked and 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 in the hotel room and and calling your mom and having those moments and and being able to kind of not necessarily the calling your mom part, but laugh about those moments like we have. Um, that reminds me. I don't know if you saw that video when we were in SARP, but that guy, there's a, I think his name's John Landrum or Jim Landrum. He's a comedian. That guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's he's a great writer. I'm not a fan of his delivery. Like, he wasn't that funny to me, but his writing is brilliant. But his whole mark is, is if you can't laugh at the fucked up shit mm-hmm. that we've done, mm-hmm. then 
you're you're almost destined to relapse. Yeah. If but because there's like a pinnacle moment where you can look back and be like, man, like not because they always say don't glorify, don't praise, and we're not glorifying all this stuff that we right. did here. But it's saying going back like, man, I did that fucked up shit, but I'm 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 not doing it now. Right. Right. And I can laugh about it and learn from it. And those are experiences and 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 people that have crossed our paths and lives and and we you know if it, that's part of our history but if you can't laugh at it you can't have be lighthearted about it then you're taking everything way too seriously no, yeah, definitely and, and that's s- kind of the the tone we take with this and too. some you know one of the things that the the, the literature specifically tells us is that you no know, you know it, it tells us this and then inevitably we grow into it to to actually experience it for ourselves or either in in its entirety or in in process or in in pieces is that you know our past which includes the the <laughs> Some people may look at it like it's totally fucked up, but our past is our greatest ally, mm-hmm. and we shouldn't. Sh- we're not going to want to shut the door on it, and we won't be ashamed of it. That that those are the things that we can use so that other people can go, "Oh my gosh, I'm just like this guy too." Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have think... you found have you have you had any opportunity to be able to really like look at that, like to identify with people and be like, "Yeah, we've done some similar things." Yeah, that and we've and... shared tragedy, and I'm not in tragedy. I'm in hope now, and let me help bra- drag you out of tragedy and into hope. Yeah, I mean, you know, we uh, I, I was sitting outside of uh, Lambda one night, and me and a couple of other friends, and this gentleman walked by and was like, is this so on and so forth? And uh, mm-hmm. I said, uh, yeah. And he said, uh, you know, I'm 25 years sober. Keep up the hard work. And, and, you know, we were just laughing. He's like, I love to see you guys laughing and smiling. And I was yeah. just like, man, that rocks. But, you know, the thing, the thing about it is, like, cool. for me, like, once you can add humor to it, it also helps – to be able to re- to remove some of that stigma. Like the other night I went somewhere and the guy was like, hey, you want a beer? And I was like, not unless you want to see me again before next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and, <I'm> like, <laughs> and that's if you're lucky. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. And, uh, you know, you, once you can start adding humor to it, it, uh, it helps to people who don't understand anything about recovery or don't sen- understand anything about addiction. It helps kind of bring them and synthesizes them to, you know, okay, Bring them in with the soft stuff, and then yeah. you slam them with the hard stuff. You know, like, <laughs> like but at the same time, it. it Are we it, talking about talking or yeah? Is that your of course, dating or <laughs> dating philosophy. <laughs> Rope them in slowly. Hey, so the at, at this stuff. point, it's whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm single. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you got, you got a no wonder. Yeah, but he didn't and, do it all weird. Oh, it was, like, yeah. He said, I'm single, not single. We approached it one time so far. How much more time I got? You see how easy it is to, to, <laughs> to promote it's about attraction and don't promote yourself through the oh, baby i promote myself every day <laughs> so <laughs> you see the smell no i'm just kidding it's no you eyes. mentioned you mentioned um something i want i want to go back and i want to touch on too is, is you, you were talking about this two-month period where like a bunch of things changed and family members were suddenly becoming aware of it you reached out i think i have a problem um and then your parents were supportive um, and, and being able to help and get you treatment. And it sounds like, and, and I know you a little bit, so I know they've been supportive through this whole entire process in that regard. What about um, what about the other thing you mentioned? The fact that your attraction, how'd your family take that? Did they support you in that? I mean, it's obviously, uh, that it, it, I'm going to go on a limb here. You know, and, um, I, and I know that like the, the, the community supports you. It's just because you're just Andy. It doesn't really matter. For me, my comfort level, and now trust me, everyone's different. Sure. My, my parents were not exactly thrilled. They were, but now they're devout Christians. Right. And they have their belief. Mm-hmm. Now that 
they didn't open the door. They didn't kick me out. Sure. I've never had a boyfriend that they didn't open the door and welcome in. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, they, you know, my, my parents, uh, they're like, it's your life. Okay. I respect that. You be who you are because you, their interpretation is my relationship with God is my relationship. Right. And their relationship with God is their relationship. They're not the type of people that are going to shun anyone for whatever their life decisions are. Okay. And just, they're like, look, you know what? I, what we read and interpret, or they understand that is what everyone reads and interprets differently. And now look, my pastor from back home and his wife yes. are very close friends. And I'm so thankful because they helped my family, not through me coming out, but through my addiction. Yeah. Right. And they did that on top of everything else. And they're great friends of ours. My sister was a surrogate mother to their daughter. Wow. Um, you know, so I have a niece and a nephew and a, a, a surrogate nephew that I, I thank the world of and as beautiful little boy. And, you know, my, the Christian faith has been huge in my family. And now, but we all acknowledge that it's a different interpretation mm. and everyone's relationship. It's sin is sin, so to speak, kind sure. of thing. You know, you still a cookie. I still a car. It's wrong. Right. So I'm blessed on that. I, it sounds, it sounds to me and like a lot of people have tried to tell me that, you know, Oh, you're, you're just being oppressed. I'm not being oppressed. No. I'm not being, it oppressed. there like are people that are oppressing me, so to speak. Sure. I choose when I'm oppressed. Okay. It and, sounds like you've had, you've had some pretty good exposure to, to, to people that actually practice or follow Christianity in, in, in its, its truest intentional form. Because I mean, mm -hmm. okay. So Christianity is built around a foundation mm -hmm. of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, and, I, there you won't, I, I've challenged pastors to do this before. Do me a favor. Go into that book and find me one time in the New Testament where Jesus goes, you're screwed up, clean up your act, and then I'm going to come into your life and I'm going to heal you or bless you or, no. or, or speak kind words over you or release you from, you know, forgive you or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And he had a tendency to, he didn't hang out with the best of the best. He hung out with the worst of the worst, the drunks, the, the people who had diseases, the undesirables, the, the people that were told, you know, you can't touch them because of the, what's going on with them physically or the way that they live their lives. You know, whores, or I should say prostitutes, not whores. I don't know if they took money or not, but they use the term, you know, prostitution and stuff. Well, the and term is sex them. workers. You know, sex workers, yeah. That's and he showed, them, he showed them compassion. Did politically under, correct here? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't judge them. This is being courteous. Yeah, good job. <laughs> he didn't judge them. He was compassionate towards them. He didn't call them out on their lifestyles. It sounds yeah. like you've got a family yeah. and, and a pastor, and you've had, had a lot of good. You've had a good Christian experience. I have. I've had a wonderful Christian experience. Yeah. Uh, I will say this: I, I do have a few family members that are a little more outspoken about their opinion. Okay. And I don't always <laughs> yeah, like do. their don't opinion. Yeah. But yeah. I will say this much: hmm. I respect those people for who they are, and. I'm still, uh, A, where I am in some of my privilege in life mm -hmm. is all based off the, their hard work and their effort and their back. And sure. I am forever grateful for that. Uh, so I'm thankful that they're a part of my life. And through working in the last, through this sober time, uh, I have been able to work through any resentments there mm. and acknowledge. People? Yeah. Okay. And acknowledge that, you know what? they're not perfect people either you know yeah. i mean they're not and and who am i to to cast any type of just animosity or negativity toward them because that's the way they feel especially when things they've done have benefited me in the past so yeah. i'm they are who they are so yeah. you just kind of looked at me like i was growing like a third eye or something <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he just does Another that. Third eye. No, I'm, no. Is there I'm a just, mirror? No, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm, no, I'm into. No, oh, okay, I see what's happening now. Yeah. All right. So with 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 your experience, like you actually had, like Scott said, a good, a pretty decent experience with family. They sound like progressive Christians. Mm-hmm. The way that's it, which is ironic because that's the way Christianity was designed to be, mm-hmm. and it's not really exactly. progressive. It's more like OG. But uh, do you have any advice for family? Dealing with someone who's either uh, uh, coming out as an addict or homosexual or both. I mean, just for the family part, do you have any for advice the, for them? You know, I, I often think about if I were to ever have a child and what would happen is I'm a firm believer, and this may be blunt, but I'm a firm believer that, you know what, if that's what they choose to do, I, I'm going to offer all the support I possibly can, but mm-hmm. if they choose to live an act of addiction... I'm going to let them do it because the one thing that I probably could have saved my family the most is if they had just said, you go do you. Yeah. I love you. When you're done, come back. Nothing's ever going to change. And I still people can probably quickly turn that and then play that in. Oh, they abandoned me because that's naturally what some of the recovery prior to recovery. That's some of that issue. And then it also kind of poisons us. Okay. Uh, but at the same time, I, I think if I had a child and I had offered over and over and years and years of support, I would just have to say. And the reason I say that is because not not long ago, I had a conversation with my parents one night because I find myself I communicate with them a lot more about my feelings and things that are going on, which has been super great. Really? Been uh, good. Yeah, it's okay. been awesome. Healing? And yeah, a lot for of healing. Them and for and, you? Yeah. I mean, but okay. it's not even like things have happened in the past. It's like. I've always, I was always a very cut off child. I, I, I knew I was different. I knew that what I was wanted to do was not supposed to be done. Yeah. And I just, my mom and dad used to always be like, you're so secretive. Like, why don't you tell us anything? And I'm like, See? girl, <laughs> I wish you could, you, you know, like, <laughs> but no, uh, it's, it's been this situation where the other day I told him, I said, look, I said, if, if the, the topic of relapse came up and sure. I, I said, here's the deal. If I relapse, I want you to block my number. Wow. Uh, because at this point in my life, I've done several programs, and I have been sober for as long as I have now. Sure, I know what I have to do to get it back. And there's nothing that you're going to be able to do or say that's going to stop me from taking that drink mm-hmm. and to prevent me from the next one when I choose to have it. I wow. said, so for you and the safety of your own, because we don't realize how, how in jeopardy we put our families and. Yeah. They're they're like my parents. They've been married for almost forty one years. Okay. Do you know how like how hard it was for them? Because I could play it really well. I could go to mom and she'd be like, "No," and I'd go to dad and he'd yeah. be like, "Okay,", okay. Mm-hmm. and it would swap. And they, I, God, so it, I, it makes me nauseous them. to think of what how I put the, a forty year marriage in so much jeopardy. So I think, I mean, if it were me, I would just have to, you know, of course, naturally be as if, if my child comes out to me. Of course, I'm. I'm well, yeah. I mean, I've got personal experience in that. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh my God, what if my child tells me I'm straight? Like, yeah, I know. I was like, like, no. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You, uh, no, you're breaking yeah, my heart. You know what? That's interesting you say that. Um, do you want kids? I would, like would to love to have kids. Yeah. Like um, your own? Or do you just want to, like, take other people's kids? You know, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Through a form of adoption, yes, but I do well, you know, not kidnapping is, kidnapping, kidnapping is called forced adoption. That's yeah, forced is adoption. it? Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. is it, is well, it any mean, less illegal when you call it that? Or? I mean, no. loopholes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's open no, to interpretation. I, I put a lot of consideration into having my own child. Uh, I know that addiction runs in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of frighten me. But, yeah. you know, with such a high rate of addiction in the world, there's no chance, you know, there's not a very slim chance that the next child that I could have the opportunity of parenting not have the same but issue. But also... But thank God for my experience, strength, yeah. and hope, and I would be able to be there for that, that, that child when it Great. And, and But one thing that I, I would say, because I've had that thought, that same thought that mm-hmm. you're saying is like, you know, if I have it and my brother has, like, my dad's side has it running in that, that mm-hmm. side of the family. So I always thought, I don't have any kids, but I said, if I did, would they... One thing that really kind of gives me a little bit of ease about that is how far we've come with treatment and help mm-hmm. today. Whereas in 15 years ago, you know, the, the VA has completely changed on their Absolutely. stance of it. They The VA co- comes at it as a disease mm-hmm. instead of just treating you like sobering you up and then like pushing you out. Like they really care at this point. So if you did have a kid that ended up having the addictive gene or disease, like that might, that helps me have peace of mind if I if I yeah. have that, you know. Who I would mean, be who would be better equipped, really? Though I mean, you've got all the building blocks. If he ended up being, an, if if, if I, he was genetically, if there's genetic, if you share genetic material with you, who'd be better equipped, really? I mean, I think you'd be, I, you know, that. honestly, we you talk, know what? We, I think I'm a pretty fucking great person. You, you know what? You I think I'd be a great. Yeah, the modesty. Yeah, I just I, love. I, it. I know. <laughs> but you, but you, yeah, at some point in time, you've got to step back and realize. Yeah. You know what? I'm not as stupid as I thought I was. I'm not as ugly as I thought I was. I'm right. not. As, as an asshole, as much as an asshole as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, of course I'm being a little bit fun. No, but, and but, you know, and I mean, the fact of the matter is, that I I do think when people apply for a job, they you hire the one that has the most experience, right? You know, the one that's been through a whole lot, the one who's who's done this and done that, and, and confidence. You know, and yeah. exactly. I mean, so, you and I, you and I have talked about this. We talked about this before. I mean, first and everything. This this whole subject of kids came up, and I, and I told you, I I still stand by the words that I used at the point in time. I think you'd be an amazing father. Well, I just I, I know. Hmm. <laughs> but no, no being, you know what no, you serious. think about. I think I'm often when people talk about that. I think back to my uncle a few years ago. He said, "You ever going to have kids?" And I was like, "Well, I don't really." I don't know. And he's like, well, what, why not? And I'm like, well, I mean, money and you know, job. And he's like, well, if you wait for the money yeah. and you yeah. wait for the job, yeah. I mean, if I wait for life to be perfect, it's never going to be. Yeah. And we have and a lot of what? experience uh, of making life imperfect for ourselves. Oh, yeah. And I might have yeah. spoke out of turn there. I said, I, I said, I think I know you'd be an amazing father. You'd be oh, great. Man, you'd be, right you'd right. also be an amazing mom. God, you got to get right. <laughs> The cool Let's thing. see the cool, what you did the cool there. Is, you got one what? more left. One more left. One more, one more what? One more Scots. One more Scots. I was going to say. Our bad jokes. Oh, our bad what? jokes. Oh, bad jokes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want you to like, when, you, no, seriously, when you're done here, yeah. I want you to Google mask for mask. And then mask you can text mask. me later and then do you, you can the, see. Do you need the filter on that? Like the the adult Google filter? I don't know. No, 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 no. Like he would have an adult filter anyway. <laughs> no, Andy, you'd be you'd be a you would be a you'd be a much you'd be able to offer be a, you'd be a well rounded 
parent in areas yeah. that other people don't have the capacity or the ability to be able to parent. I mean, you see, you're I'm, like the whole fucking package. I'm ready for Seriously. the sarcasm. Like, I'm, I'm, no. I'm, 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 I'm no still sarcasm, hung on the fact that <laughs> if you're watching the video or just audio, but he said, well rounded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did I draw a square? I did a square. <laughs> I believe you are like, a, y'all, a perfect, perfect, perfect shapes and colors. Y'all are the yeah. one who picked him. I mean, I'm just saying. Hey, man. <laughs> he picked me. What did they get into? <laughs> yeah, by my decision. Uh, mm. I sit by him <laughs> for a little while. What, um, what do you, you think has been easier for your parents to be able to accept, uh, integrate, and, and work with, or, or just come to terms with um, your sexuality or your alcoholism? All of it. Because like, they're so foreign to it, all of it. I mean, they're foreign to the idea of having uh, a, an LGBT child, and yeah. they're foreign to addiction. Okay. Uh, both of, I believe, we've never really necessarily talked about it. I believe that both of my grandfathers struggled, but both were very insane, strong men who knew how to put it down and walk away and never touch it. Oh, wow. really? Okay. Um, wow. I was not that way. It was a different generation. <laughs> I just had to try it all. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so I, I, my parents have never drank. Never smoked cigarettes. Wow. They, my dad can be a little uh, colorful with his language on the farm, uh, which is just going to be that way <laughs> any day. That's kind of understandable. You know, like, but you know, they, uh, so it was this whole, I was just an, a whole new thing to them. Uh, you know, all of it, all at once, because it all just, Came all out. came apart at once. Yes. All came apart. You know, yeah. I mean, do you have brothers and sisters? I have one amazing older sister. Okay, um, and one shitty one. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, no, 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 it's just me. And I'm, I'm often brought back to. Uh, I remember when I was a kid and I'd be getting punished. Uh, my dad would look at my mom and he'd say. And you wanted three. <laughs> what the fuck? That's awesome. Oh my, my brother was like the terror as a child, and I was like the best kid ever. Oh, and I was the second. Actually, for my dad, it was the fourth, but you know, his second marriage, like, like the second. So they were like, he was so bad. They're like, we got to try for one that's not as bad. Oh no! So they See, did another, but then it, I flipped the script on him. Oh yeah, yeah. they thought they had it all figured out. Up until man, my mid twenties, like yeah, up until it's like I, I always kind of joke like when my sister finally got married is when I could finally have fun. And okay. I made the comment earlier when we were talking. I've always done well in, in structured lots. My parents were very structured, and when my sister got her license, I remember my parent, my parents sent me down. They're like, look. If she speeds, you, you tell better us. tell us. If she gets in trouble, you're going to get double. What? And like, what? Yeah. So, like, I always knew how to pass my information when it comes to my sister. Yeah. I mean, because I knew I was going to get it worse. So, yeah. I, I lived a very structured life. You're and I was joking. I was like, as soon as, she, <laughs> as soon as I finally got her married off, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking. And then I'm going to come out and I'm going to start partying. And in two months, you're not going to know anything about me. You know? Wow. You missed a golden opportunity. What? I've you could have made money on top of money on top of money or like things from your sister. Oh, yeah. Because you had you all that information. You could have blackmailed the shit And you could have like been a, an early entrepreneur. Who said I? Ah, see? Yeah, because now she's married off. And now you'd be like, <laughs> hey, buddy, I you want to hear something about my sister? <laughs> Ooh, oh, I got them sleeves. I got them sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever think you can outsmart a gay. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have been concocting and crafting our entire life. Look, we 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 got you. Okay. Don't worry. All right. Don't hey, worry. That is sound advice. But I'm you know, what? hey, look, I, I'll say this. I I my my sister is just my best friend. Yeah. I mean, I there was a point in life where we didn't get along, uh, mm-hmm. but now just like my parents, she was. Like I remember at one point they kind of staged an intervention and they <laughs> they hid my sister's car in the garage. Okay. Because they knew I was gonna be more afraid of her. That's different. Yeah. I wow. mean so it's like I walk in the garage and then her car is in the I'm like Oh, mother, mm. like that's when I knew it was going down. Really? You know, yeah. Because okay. I you know, but it's kinda like But mm. let me ask you this. We have we've kind of touched on the fact that you have a sister just now, but you guys were close, but you also had a time that wasn't too close. When you were younger and you did ride around with her, like, did she have any idea about um, your sexuality? Or your drinking? Or your <laughs> yeah, drinking? Yeah, she well. totally did. Yeah. Uh, I no, my drinking didn't start until like, yeah, she that was wasn't until married. nineteen. Oh, okay. So yeah. like, she was already yeah. married. All my friends in high school all got yeah. trashed, and I always drove them around. But I right. uh, no, uh, <laughs> the night I came out to my sister, um, I I I ended up sleeping with my best friend's little brother. Okay. And that's like I I'd messed around with one guy all through college, and then I left mm-hmm. that alone when I came back home, and then yeah. I started seeing a, the wonderful woman that I talked about earlier. Right. Still, yeah. I mean, I still think the world over. Like sure. the husband she's got now is a lucky man. Good. Um, but I will say, uh, it finally all just got to a boiling point, and I did sleep with my best friend's little brother the <laughs> night before my best friend's wedding that <laughs> that I was putting together. Oh, okay. Uh, and <laughs> I ended. Uh, this, this has so many facets. I know. This See is like, now, and then you thought the you have jewels. You keep jewels in there. I do. Yeah, I, I told y'all. Look, <laughs> <laughs> we can always outplay you. <laughs> so that is that's, that's fucking that, I don't yeah. Want that, that to go on to any LGBT like uh, stigma or group. That's some addict behavior right there. So yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's straight straight definitely, yeah, yeah. That's an addict thing. That's but, not like a. Straight up. <laughs> but there are some gays that will them too. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so at that point, uh, I ended up like, so I nothing worked out with him. Like, we hung out a couple of times, and, and, but then it just, he like ghosted me. Uh, and then I started seeing another guy and like, and then I realized I was very comfortable with guys and that's what yeah. I, I wanted sure. you know, and that's what was missing for me. And I ended up one night, one of them came over and we'd been seeing each other like two weeks and of course left and I found out he was at a bar and I was just like really broken hearted. Yeah. And I called my best friend who lived in Raleigh and well, at first I called my sister and I was like, I got okay. something I need to tell you. And she's like, well, I was like, I'm gay. And she's like. So uh, two o'clock in the morning, she's like, "Is that really what you called to tell me?" <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I know." And I was like, uh, oh, "She's like, uh, I was like, can I?" She's like, "Can I go back to sleep now?" And I was like, "Yeah." So then, like, I called my friend Katie and Raleigh, and I was like, "I, I need to tell you something." She's like, "Just, I know. Come on, just I'll leave the door unlocked. Just come on to Raleigh, and, and well, I know, I know you're gay." <laughs> 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 oh my lord! Uh, oh. So yeah, I mean, and plus, I I, you were so I was good at ridiculed in high school. As of course, as, I mean, people always called me gay in high school. Right. But just because you were just not, I was so fabulously dressed. I mean, oh people, yeah. So now it's metro. Yeah, so now it's metro. 
yeah, shit. yeah. If if you're not out, you but know, they shit, think I, I fucking like. I, I, remember, I remember when you told me like you I, you started like hinting around in the, in the specific conversation at that point. You mentioned certain words and everything, and I was like, wait a minute, what? And then certain you told word. me you were gay. I don't remember, but there were. I want to know what the words. Yeah, were. Like, I don't know. Like maybe <laughs> I like dudes. See, I don't know. Honestly, I had no idea. I had no idea. I I really do. I'm I'm a little more comfortable here and to joke around with you guys in a professional manner. I've had people, you know, that if I'm not close to you, I'm I'm not going to reveal my true own personality. That's yours. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a level of comfort, like you know, where I I get to know people and and they hear, you know, me be a little more candid with their with (laughs) my with (laughs) things. Yeah, (laughs) you know. But I mean, naturally, I you know, a a friend of ours, a common friend of ours, came up to me a few weeks ago and was like. Okay, <laughs> and I was like, he didn't pick up on anything. He's like, yeah. duh. Yeah. Who told you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. we also had uh, we also had a couple other friends at first, and mm-hmm. we had a guy move in the room one night, and he walked up to me, and he's like, "Man, what's going on with all these gays in here?" <laughs> oh shit! No. I was like. I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> what are we ever going to do? Tell me who they did are. You, did, you, did you do it that like eccentric? No. no. I was, oh, okay. no, no, I just looked at him dead in the eye, and I was like. Who's gay? Who's gay? Yeah, really? yeah. And I turned him off out. Were you hunting? Was I hunting? Yeah. yeah. I think no, he had okay. already scoped no, out the merchant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we you, talked. You about talked that. about yeah, coming yeah. out to your sister, mm-hmm. and she knew. And then your your best friend in what Raleigh, I think, mm-hmm. or knew. And that that kind of sparked something. Like, I wonder if there's like a similarity or like a feeling of when when someone who's homosexual is like wanting to come out or trying to feeling like they have to hide it from society or whatever until they're comfortable. Uh, or, or they know it can be well received. It's it never is fully. I know that, but but also that that kind of like goes along the lines with your addiction when you know you have a problem and you think other people don't know. Yeah, and you know it's like if you came up to a friend and said, "I have a problem with drinking," or "I have a problem with drugs," or whatever, and most often than not, they're going to say, "Yeah, I know, dude." I, I believe, yeah. in, without a doubt, that I have a control issue. Um, but now, fuck, I'll, I've been at first with you, and, and you, I, yeah, fucking the way these, why are they doing are this? Are you like OCD? This? Why yeah, that you was, have control issues. That I'm was not you. the control that, that was, I was referring to. <laughs> that was your preference. Now we know. I was referring to can, oh. my intake. Oh, yeah. right. okay. But then I realized. I was uh, Yeah, mm. you're talking about. Like, yeah. Just call me like a dictator. OCD and Andy. I'm sometimes not, you no. Andy, when, I'm sorry, but I just got to call shit for what it is. If you're if you're not yeah. running it properly, <laughs> then I am going to say I do not believe yeah. that you are running this properly. You're going to speak your piece. You be a little bit I mean, diva. but yeah. little divish. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> is that where you learned it from? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I did. Actually, no, we would sit and bitch. We would literally, yeah, he would get me started. And it's like, well, I but know, you also right? know, like, the, how they're fucking doing this. Well, because, yeah. well, I mean, but you also know my experience. I mean, when I was at that first program for two years, yes. I was able to help open a, a major thrift I store. Into, I was yeah. in the oh, in-kind department. Two like, different I programs. Learned the in- I stayed on as a post-grad. Like, wow. I, I worked with them, like, officially. So I knew I could see the things that this said program was not doing that could benefit themselves. Not to say that what they were doing was wrong, right. still wrong, but <laughs> I, I still think it was wrong. Um, right. Just because they, they, I, it was just me. I, I, I couldn't quite understand why they wouldn't want it to be better. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, so from your experience, you knew better ways to get it done. Yeah. 
and they were just kind of money just blowing it off. Yeah, yeah any I just, suggestion? Yeah, probably. because it, they, because they wanted particular control over certain yeah. things. So you know. One of the things I will say about them is... I like we're about to arm wrestle. The way you did that. It's like, I'm right-handed, um, bro. One, 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 of the things bro. I, one of the things I will say about them is the fact that um, when, when I was talking about, like, you know, they, they remove the barriers and obstacles from people to be able What's to go and pursue recovery. The, what is the, this? It's a serious fact, pose. It's a serious pose. Yeah, it's serious pose. Yeah. <laughs> it's dog Scott. Now, one of the things that they did do is that they did provide an opportunity for people like uh, me to go out and pursue recovery because I was there with, you know, what, 75, 80 guys to be able to interact, fellowship, build, you know, and help and do like we did. Just form a friendship and connect over some things. Fuck you. <laughs> I just know he gave what you shit. What is that hand gesture? He gave you shit about it. I and did, did, and it I turned around and did it subconsciously. He did oh, it himself. Right. I was yeah, not sorry. mocking you. Are there a lot of things they could have done better to, to provide better services and stuff? Absolutely. But yes. you know what? There was a lot of there's a lot of stuff that they, that that first of Blue Ridge does that they're unaware of. Now, and, stuff. and the big thing is 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 they do really provide an opportunity for uh for us to really kind of like I mean it's it's a peer driven program and that huge peer aspect. Like that's, you and I were able to really connect. That's part of my and help argument, and connect though. with other guys. And that's, that's a cool of, thing. That's part of my argument though. Is that they have the wheels of something rolling so well mm-hmm. yes. that the reason that the they're they're not it's, they could do so much more to make it better. I I'm greatly appreciative for what they offered me. Don't get I me wrong. Too. I'm yeah. not complaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been horror stories that have come that I've heard from people. My experience <sighs> has not was not right. bad. Neither is mine. Um. So I yeah naturally Except waiting four hours for a so yeah man. exactly. So <sighs> yeah, there shit. are things that did, yeah. that did not ruin my life, but <laughs> things where I was like. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about things they can right. improve, but I mean, we—that's we, who we are as humans. We're right. naturally going to talk about we're ways to improve things. Yeah. This you needs know? to be better than you. I mean, we were talking. Yeah. I'm—I I, talk to try to improve my fucking life as well. So yes. yeah. you know, I don't mind you telling me when I'm wrong, and you did that. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> like, <laughs> he does that. <laughs> and, but we started this out like, hey, Scott, this is what I heard. Well, I'm going to tell you what I thought. You know? It's like, <laughs> but you know what? But the, thank God we can do that. I know. And you, you know, know what? And you, there's, there's specifically around a particular relationship, you've been very open and honest. And, and I wouldn't be where I am at with that relationship and with that individual, um, with her, if it wasn't for you just being gut level honest and everything. And I'm glad that, 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 first provide i'm glad i was there and first provided opportunities for you and i to be able to be in close proximity of each other and for me to be able to share stuff like that. it goes back like to you. that network man it and you re- do tell me the truth all the time not just your and perspective you, you give me a lot of truth of the situation yeah, yeah. well I, I appreciate my my i have a great sponsor i love my sponsor to death and he's he's very good what are you slapping me from doing no, go ahead. No. You were like, <sighs> no. I was looking. I was looking at your arm, the tattoo on your arm, your forearm. God, why are you oh. looking at your shoulder? You're gonna fucking. Oh, t- you like, have the tattoo. You your think tattoo. you know you don't have one. There. <laughs> so you mean that one? Oh, it's just a compass. I know, and you know what? And you're a really good, that. Andy. You're a really good fucking compass. I think you've been a great compass here on the show for everybody. I th- you've been a good compass in my life. It's, it's not. It's not really a compass. What it is? It's a. It's a key that is put. Was put on older maps. Um, and show like you might put that on camera like people don't understand it's the, mm-hmm. that north south east west with the northwest east northeast nautical southwest. It's yeah for nautical you just tell him his, his tattoo is wrong no <laughs> how he referred to it's not a compass it's not a compass. okay compass is circled anyways that's the key that's a key so somebody can use that in determining direction they need to go <laughs> to be able to get to a place they want to arrive at and you have done that with me in my personal life um, many times you continue to do that in my personal life. I think you being on the show here today with all of us and, and, and sharing your experience, strength, and hope 
with people. <laughs> Funny I stories feel like we bullshitted more than we talked about. That's, 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 that's what a that's podcast fine. is. You know, <laughs> you've you've been. Like, able is this to, how I want my legacy to go down? Do I, <laughs> yeah. do well, I get a part two? We'll have yeah, we'll have yeah, you back you can again. Have a part two. Yeah. Good, no, good. But, I need but, to redeem myself. I think that you being here on the show and stuff like that, sharing what you've shared with us and stuff, you that you've embodied that tattoo. That tattoo is just a small representation of who you are as a as a as a person, as an individual. This tattoo individual. for me. What is, did you get it for? Uh, it it is a moral compass for me. It is a reminder to Sorry, live my life. Scott and, said it's a moral key to a map. Right. Yeah, well, not a compass. To me, <laughs> it is actually all. It, it's right. the compass off of a book that I really enjoyed. That is a lot of the golden compass. No. <laughs> Fuck you. The golden mask. <laughs> no. Do you know about the golden compass guy? I do. I've seen it before. Yeah. But no. But you I know see. that it's that the people who wrote it and like the fan base that surrounds it are, are very uh, anti LGBT. Oh. Well, you know what? Fuck those guys. I'm never watching that oh, yeah. movie again. I, I didn't know those that. guys can well, fuck off. Like, yeah, you gotta bring that compass up. Fuck yeah. Them. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, well, I didn't know so that. So back to what what so you got you know it as what? a moral fuck compass. I got it as a moral compass. What point in your life I actually I was that I typically wear it in conjoining with this bracelet. Okay. A friend of mine. When I was at a program, left that program, relapsed, ended up in another program uh, where they made these. Okay. And yeah, I noticed that. He actually. sent me this. Yeah. And about two Hold or three weeks later, uh, he he died. Oh. Uh, he, he OD'd. Yep. Um, so it's just like, this is my moral compass, you know. Uh, Constant. Remember, yeah. Remembering, you know. Did you I, just I, do I, that Linda Carter thing like this? I don't even know who Linda Carter oh, is. What fucking woman? Wonder Woman. Oh, Lin- Wonder, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman. She had the you bracelets. Say Wonder Woman? No, Wonder Woman. She had bracelets. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I, don't know, I, I think I might Wonder have Wonder said Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking headphones off or messed up or something. Is that, her, is that the actress or is that her real name? Linda Carter was the actress that played the original Wonder Woman. Yeah. 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 I, kn- I know. I know. Wonder Woman's real name. I don't know. Linda Carter. Wonder No, no. It was, right? Oh, you mean like her alter ego? Yeah. I don't know, like well, a Clark Kent kind of thing. She, so Diana, like Diana was her name. That's yeah. the, that's Diana, Princess yeah. Diana, not Princess. Princess Diana. She was quite the She was a princess. Yeah, yeah. Come on now, don't Wonder Woman was a princess. Do you consider yourself a princess? Uh, Amazon or queen? women. No, Amazon I, women. Do you princess. consider yourself a princess I, or a queen? No, no, I don't. I don't typically. <laughs> I don't typically use what? female Do pronouns with no, myself because I am I am a man. I'm fucking with you. But yeah, when I'm joking around with people, I you know. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not what a kind princess. Of I'm, I'm a what motherfucking kind of king, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a motherfucking king. No, I'm just me. I mean, you know, uh, no, yeah. I, I know. There's, there's a lot of people in the gay community that use the uh, female Queen, pronouns. Princess, I yeah. I, I don't but, naturally do it. Yeah. I, I will with a few of my close friends, and they all call me that. <laughs> like you'll I, say, like, girl, I'm like, like, girl, you better stop. Yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I'm a man. That's when I you mean, get but sassy. I, yeah, <laughs> but like. I actually was referred to yesterday as like the unicorn of gays because like I was born and raised on a farm and like he this guy was texting me he's like what are you doing I was like I'm helping a friend move a coffee table I've you know I drive a truck and he's like sure. you drive a truck yeah they're like, I was like I drive a Z seventy one and they're like that's like unicorn status in the gay world and I'm like <laughs> and I was like it's because you're a big bottom. <laughs> <laughs> 
we got to reference We're going to. I said hard bottom or top or whatever. I was like, I'm going to let that one go. Yeah. But thank you for bringing that up. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to jump on that one. That's real early in the show. Yeah. I don't know. Like, we could definitely have to take a different show if you want to get into like gay context and that kind of conversation. I think I A show about straight. A gay teaching straight men the gay world, you know, not the like queer a great eye idea. because That's like a great, not a queer I mean, eye. No. Yeah, and there's a lot of metro guys that can. House. I don't know. If you See, I get. I, I can't dress myself, I, but I can decorate. I need a someone to fucking dress me. Someone needs to work on your hair. <sighs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> hey, I saw this really cool. Well, I can't even talk about advertisements, but yeah, I saw an advertisement right, okay, on on Instagram that you might could utilize. I'll show you. Can talk about it. Yeah, you can talk. This you know, I'm not giving them a plug. I don't know. Well, maybe oh. I should because then maybe they could help. That's me. what he's talking about. Any plugs? You know, yeah, bald yeah. I know you need some doll hair. Yeah, no, I, I think, thought you uh, just chose to be bald. <laughs> I, well, I, yeah. The alternative is Genetic, fucking scary. Genetically, he chose. <laughs> yeah, what's your what's your hair like? It's pretty fucking you know, scary. Like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll let a girl. Larry David. Did you say Larry David? So no. my hair, my hair is standing in the back. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna loop around, and then I'm gonna, and this tuft is not going anywhere. Right. It's not. Yeah. The so rock cord. You have the ha- peninsula. Next, is what we call it. No, he's gonna have a reverse man bun. Reverse yeah, top. Just reverse samurai. Yeah, what if I braid this? <laughs> yeah. What's that? Uh, there's a guy that's popular on Instagram. Um, uh, he's like, he. He's Jewish, but he goes uh, the off fat the, Jewish. the fat Jewish. Yeah, he does that kind. Yeah, of... Yeah, he has that like straight like, the front thing. It's like a I man follow top. his shit. He's, he's got funny some funny shit. shit. Yeah, but he's also like invited to everything. Yeah. Well, and well, for I, me, that would be hard to be that well, like in that level and invited and be exposed to all that like this early on in the recovery. Oh yeah, no, so, that was a terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's just, but I don't, I don't, I. I'm now. I'm really kind of an extroverted, like introverted person. I, yeah. I especially in my addiction. I mean, I when I get in a in my comfortable zone, I can bullshit with guys like you and have right. a, have a great time. So what do you but, What do you mean, guys like me? Just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will. I shouldn't have said that. I no. apologize. Uh, people like you. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> Are you talking about the pronoun or the generality? He's, no, the general, um, uh, he's, being, he's fucking stereotyped. Yeah, I know. I like, what do you calm mean? down. It's like the joke. What do you mean, you people? You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you podcast people. Well, See, you know, I honestly, I got. I just when I said that, I meant because I don't. I I've, I don't view people as in sober and recovery and addiction right okay. you know sure. like i if we if, if the three of us if we didn't know you were just in a waiting in line in a dmv i'm probably just gonna stick my phone or my book right. or whatever i'm reading i just right. i have to find a, a comfort level with people and then i really let my hair that's, down that's that's mm-hmm. what i do or, i can't do that my yeah. hair's always down well i'm <laughs> you know what if i was standing oh, in front of you it. you wouldn't be playing I've seen your ass. <laughs> I've not be much turned, of it left. It's I'd been turned the other way. It's been chewed off. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, just, Whoa. What you been getting into, buddy? Yeah. It's been fucking chewed off. And, Some parties, yeah. huh? I know, you were the one thinking about me in the shower, so. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we run that. No, um, you mentioned coming back and having a different show. I'd love to have you back. Yeah. You, we, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you definitely need to think about that. We need to talk well, about that. Well, let me just see. Let me, let, me, yeah. let me check my schedule. Yeah. Out of our okay. two guests, you've been like yeah. definitely like top two. Hell yeah, yes. It's kind of hard I'm like almost so, happy to hear that information. So I've got to... Uh, yeah. So you watched you watched the first I the did. first pilot, right? I did. Right? Shout okay. out to Eli. Great job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eli's fucking great. He's yeah. a great guy. Have you met him? I 
Yeah, you know, we've talked about. We'll that. leave that right there. I don't know. I don't know. Just leave that right there. I got All you, right. bro. So, um, you so, so you probably yeah, that's so you probably have realized. Maybe you picked it up in the first show. I, I don't know. You'll 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 see it as it comes through. So we like to ask. Uh, I like to ask everybody that comes and and shares themselves. With oh, us. is this going to be the what would you do? At least? <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah. So you know what? I'm like. It's okay. I know. I'm so, gonna stop for a see, second. You're you the first sh- one that got to do it, and then like, so you probably had some chance. It didn't change prepared. anything. Okay, okay. good. It didn't right. change good. anything. Good. Good. Okay. Uh, so a- with that in mind, wait. So with that in mind, what um, you have tw- a 24 hour period, and you don't get anything after that, and you can't tell anybody that you've only been given 24 hours. You just have today. All you got's today. And I don't mean today. Like we're gonna reset the clock. You didn't do this podcast, okay? So you woke up this morning. You just have today. Where do you go? Who do you see? And then ultimately, what do you say to the world? Can I have five additional hours for the tra- the drive time back home to where my family is? <laughs> magically, <laughs> magically, you can yeah. get wherever you want. <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, um, I, I he's not needy at all. Well, I well, would I would head home. Uh, <laughs> I would go to my sponsor's house first, and I would say, okay. "Thank you so much," right. because he is by far the first friend real friend and sponsor that I have ever been able to sit down and truly tell him my entire story. He's the only person that's walked this entire earth that knows just about, I mean, there, there's things that I haven't told him yet. Not because I'm just because I forgot them. Yeah. But you would be comfortable. But yes, but a, a vast majority of all of my emotional and private secrets, everything. And he will never know how much that meant to me, you know, um, so I would say thank you to him. And mm-hmm. then naturally I would go back to my, my grandma's house and I would have, I would beg her to cook mm-hmm. and straight off cook. She doesn't cook anymore. Uh, you know, my, my grandfather deceit was passed in 2014 and, and she had been cooking for a family of 14 for years through the farm and like tobacco season and stuff like that. So she was just like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, I remember like Retired. a couple of Christmases ago, her stove caught on fire, and we towed it out of the house because it was on fire. And we don't have the house catch on fire, so mm. anyway, we towed it out. And like two or three months later, I go to her house one day, and there's no, st- still no stove. And I was like, Grandma, when are you going to get a stove? And she goes, I'll have one by Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, you know, I would, I would, I'd pack up, I'd go home, I mm. would invite all of my friends and family okay. to my grandma's house, to the pool, granted that it's going it to be magical, so it's going to be warm, right, to, be magical, to the pool, sorry. and we would just be there and have a good time and laugh yeah. and joke. And, uh, you know, uh, I would want to go to one more church service that night in my church at home with my pastor. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I would just spend the day with my family. I mean, not even trying to say anything or trying to, Nothing even in preparation, just go and live in the day. Yeah. And okay. I think about growing up there and I just miss that farm a lot and that's people and so that's, that's just what I, nothing special. Okay. It sounds like well, it right. is special. <laughs> Chill with my family, eat some food. That is special. Hang out and, It'd be special for your family. And that's special yeah. for you too. I mean, like that's the thing is it doesn't have to be extravagant. These and I wouldn't even want them to like know that. that that was it. No, you yeah. can't tell them. Okay. No, yeah. you can't. Yeah, that's awesome. part of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the only people so your sponsor and family members are the only mm-hmm. people you want to see. And that's where you'd go would be the house. With the pool. Yeah, and my grandma's. Thanks for last, coming to see me, fucker. What's the last question? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll take that. What would be, like, you're on your last day, and what's yeah. what, what you have the ability to send your, your parting words to the world, and what would you say yeah. at the end of that day? Your message that you're leaving, you your get, legacy. 
because yeah, all you get is your all that's gonna be left is like your words and an empty corpse and empty. Don't turn your show. back on anybody. Say that again. Don't turn your back on anybody. Don't turn your back on the guy breaking in your house, stealing your stuff. Because he'll probably Don't. stab you. <laughs> no. Okay. I, come on, Kenny. I'm serious okay. for like okay. five seconds. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, <laughs> no dude, I, I think we live in a world right now that's so decisive, divisive, divisive between politics and religion and just so many things going on. Don't mm-hmm. turn your back on anybody. Don't, don't. And when I say that, don't help. Don't be willing to not help somebody because of what you think or because yeah. they support this person over this person or mm-hmm. because they believe in this over that. Like, just help people. Like, don't turn, don't walk away from somebody because you, you, you don't, you don't like what they're doing or you don't like the way they think. Maybe they just don't know any better. Like, don't. It's just don't, you don't turn your back on anybody. You don't know their situation. Yeah, just exactly. Like they don't, know yours. You know, don't yeah. don't turn your back on anybody. That's awesome. I like that. Just help everybody. Just don't turn your back on them because everybody needs somebody just right there with them. Yeah. People have pulled me out of some really dark places and been some people that I never would have thought would have done it. So that's awesome. I like I that. I like that. I like mm, it too. That's that why sounds I was good. My I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have what he's having. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So Thanks yeah, thank so you me. so much for joining us. Thank you guys. I really appreciate really it. Really glad you came. Yeah. KP. Awesome. Yeah. JP. Uh, JP, cool. I don't know why KP. I keep it's doing cool. that. KP. I like that. He's anyway. done KP. Have you done yeah. KP? I, I did KP. I'm like, maybe I think, I don't know. I'm just not. I did some It's K. really early. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it's really early. Early on in our... They don't have uh, to know that. Don't tell them. <laughs> early on in, in yeah. how long we've known each other. <laughs> right. Yeah, there, there it's just an early <laughs> friendship time. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, we hope everybody... You know, we hope everybody enjoys. I, I know that. Well, yeah. I don't have to fucking say that shit. Like, I know they're gonna enjoy it. And no. I think. I think. Uh, Just don't I think ever. Gonna enjoy, I think don't ever read the comments. No, when it's all. No, I like. No, that's the his job. <laughs> don't read the comments. Yeah, just do my job. Yeah, yeah just, just do, do your, your job. job. Yeah. He can read on. the comments, yeah. decide what need to be needs to be altered and changed, and then he'll give you the feedback. Mm. You know what's interesting is, is you mentioned uh, the, the big part of your story and everything was talking about parents. We've got uh, we our next guest that we're going to have on the on the cast that'll be premiering after this one is uh, uh, her name is Jennifer, and uh, she's also recovering from some things. <clears throat> and she there's a big component of her story that is going to be talking about parents that deal with addiction. Um, she specifically, she owns a company, she owns a business, a consulting service. She works with um, corporate America um, as far as like moms and dads, parents or dads and dads or moms and moms, whatever the case may be, of a certain income bracket <clears throat> because they have certain things they have to contend with. She works with those parents that have children that are alcoholics and addicts and not necessarily teenagers. It could be the 40-year-old kid living in your basement smoking weed playing Fortnite, which... Sounds like a good time. I, I didn't have a basement, I mean, but I've smoked weed and played for Minus the weed. And I'm in my 40s. But anyways, so she works with these parents to be able to give them the resources they need to be able to help their children when their children do what you said. They come back to be able to learn that detachment, to be able to, because the parents also have to be able to heal from addiction as well and how it's touched their lives. And Jennifer has a company where she does that. She's written a, she's a best-selling author, has written a best-selling book, Dear Parents. Oh, wow. Um, she's going to come in and sit down with us and share some of her experience, strength, and hope. She's going to talk about some of her struggles that she had uh, with her parents and what her mom had to go through in this and how she's been able to take her own personal life experience and really bring something to other parents in need. Um yeah, she's gonna be great. Awesome, she's gonna be great. She's a great lady. Can't I look wait forward to, have to her that. on here. Yeah, she's gonna be here with us at uh, Just for Today on the um, Broken Helm. Just Network. for Today cast. Yep, Just for mm-hmm. Today cast. Sorry, awesome. Just for Today cast on the Broken Helm Network. On the Broken Helm <laughs> Network. And uh, thanks, Andy. Thanks, thank Nick. you guys. Thanks, I really Nick, appreciate the opportunity. Us. Yeah.
Scott, love you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I agree. Oh. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Why say I love you? You told me to go fuck myself. All right. I like Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was awesome, guys. Yeah. Oh.